0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Recap with the Daily Lobo. I'm Kyle Land, Editor-in-Chief, and I'm joined by multimedia editor Daniel Prokop and sports reporter Cameron Goldner. Coming up, we'll be discussing recent departures of UNM higher officials, the Newsmith Plaza, and the latest on football. The summer has seen many top-level officials leave their positions at UNM. Anthony Jackson reports on some of the most recent departures.
1: The University of Mexico will receive its second major resignation from a university staff member by the end of August. UNM Chief of Staff and Compliance Officer Elizabeth Washburn's resignation follows Title IX of Coordinator Heather Cowan, who resigned on August 17th. Washburn said her decision is unrelated to the recent controversy between the Board of Regents and Athletics. She said she is joining her husband, Kevin Washburn, who accepted a position as Dean of College Law at the University of Iowa. The university announced that Frankie Cordova, Director of the Office of Equal Opportunity, will take over as Chief Compliance Officer and the Chief of Staff position will be held by two people. UNM Communications Director Cinnamon Blair will be Interim Deputy Chief of Staff and Vice President for Enrollment Terry Babbitt will be Interim Chief of Staff starting September 1st. Cordova, Blair, and Babbitt will continue to hold their old positions as they enter their new ones. Blair says she and Babbitt will do what they can for President Garnett Stokes. The President was looking for some people who had the, the skill sets and the bandwidth to fill in while she determined what she would need for a permanent structure. She's got some pretty big positions to fill in the upcoming months. Just some of those big positions includes a permanent Title IX coordinator, executive VP of academic affairs, and a chief legal counsel. Anthony Jackson, the Daily Lobo, the University of New Mexico.
0: Everyone from construction workers to Paul Weir came to witness the ribbon-cutting on the new Smith Plaza. Cameron is here to tell us more about his reporting. Thanks, Kyle. The university officially opened the newly
2: remodeled Smith Plaza yesterday in a ribbon-cutting ceremony that featured speeches from both the ASUNM and GPSA presidents, as well as University President Garnett Stokes. At yesterday's ribbon-cutting, President Stokes spoke about the importance of outside spaces improving student well-being. Oh, I think it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful space. I mean, I, I, I believe in the importance of these outdoor spaces on a campus. I think that places for people to gather.
0: And now for sports. Be sure to check out Alan e. Ryle's preview for this weekend's Lobo Classic, a volleyball tournament taking place in DreamStyle Arena, also known as The Pit, and not Johnson Gym, where they normally play. Also on Saturday at 6 p.m. is the first football game of the season where UNM takes on the University of the Incarnate Word. So Cameron, I'm sure many people, including me, are wondering, who exactly is the University of the Incarnate Word?
2: So Incarnate Word is a small university. It's a private Catholic school in San Antonio, Texas. They play at the FCS, or Football Championship Subdivision Level, in the Southland Conference. Last year, the team went 1-11. This game on Saturday will be their first under new head coach Eric Morris, who was mm-hmm. previously the offensive coordinator at Texas Tech University.
0: The question is, why are we playing such a tiny school then?
2: Well, basically... The idea is that it's a chance for the Lobos to start the season off on a good foot. You bring in an opponent that's a smaller school and one that wasn't very successful at their level last year, and it's a chance for you to you know, possibly put up a big victory
0: and get your fan base excited
2: about the upcoming season.
0: So what's the motivation then for Incarno word to come to Albuquerque and conceivably be blown out by the Lobos? Well...
2: This happens all throughout college football, and we'll see it again next week with the Lobos on the other side, but we'll talk about that later. The Lobos are paying Incarnate Word $325,000 to come to Albuquerque and play this game. So when a school like Incarnate Word receives a game guarantee to come play a game against a bigger school that they normally wouldn't compete against, it's a chance for them to make a little extra money that can help them fund their athletic department and add a little bit to their coffers.
0: So we don't have to go into too much detail right now, but isn't UNM doing that this year as well? Yeah, actually. So next week, September 8th, the Lobos
2: will travel to Madison, Wisconsin to take on the currently ranked number four in the country, Wisconsin Badgers. And
0: the Lobos will receive over a million dollars. Just for clarification, the current administration, including athletic director Eddie Nunez, was not responsible for either of these contracts, correct? That's right. Football games,
2: non-conference games, are scheduled usually about three to four years in advance. So, for example, the Incarnate Word contract was signed in April of 2014. Fun fact about that Incarnate Word contract, there's only one person who signed that contract who is still left at either university, and that is Bob Davey.
0: All right. Thank you, Cameron. That's it for this week's podcast. A big thanks to Cumulus Media for letting us use their studio and equipment. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.